somehow he ends up in Midtown. I realized later he's talking about the L. He's talking about the first avenue stop on the L or the third avenue, whichever one. So I'm like, oh, dude, that's that way. And he's like, yeah, this guy just wouldn't give me back the, 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 my phone. I was like, dude, I have $3. Okay, I'm not that much of a loser. Then he goes, $4? (laughs) 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 Just throws in the great zinger, dude. I was like, (laughs) Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Guys, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I am Julio, joined by Francis. Hi. uh, Chris and Ryan. The boys. We're here doing it. Hey. Um... So I want to get right into it, dude. Uh, this I had since we last something. I forget where this lives in the life of the podcast. However, <laughs> I randomly I thought I had allergies, and it turned out I got pretty sick. I was sick, so I was I was down and out for a couple of days playing Zelda, which was it was a nice excuse to be able to just play video games and not have to do shit. Um, and then I, I'm talking to Hill Dog on the phone. I'm like, you know what? At least I won't spend any money. at least i won't spend any money whatever so late i i want to lay the groundwork for and i would like to hear francis's sort of uh 24 7 how he got into this to this moment as well but friday night i'm up late playing zelda and at some point i'm like you know what i'm almost not sick anymore i think i'm just gonna like let tequila knock this knock this out this is it Oof. tends to work, dude. When I'm on the, like the tequila's a probiotic and it has a lot of tons of health benefits. You guys really? sound yeah. like fucking weird Drunken people fucking... saying that meth is a great way to help you study for <laughs> the MCATs. Anyway, I was I was almost better, and I just sat there, drank a bunch of tequila, woke up, basically feeling better, but like a little shell shock from being sick, maybe slightly hungover, and I'm like, I'm gonna chill. Francis texts me. Around 11, he's like, hey, what are you up to today? And I'm like, you know, I've been sick. I'm probably not going to be doing anything. And he sort of replies with a plan that he had. And you can maybe pick it up from there. Sure, yeah. For some reason, I got it in my head. So Sierra was away. And when she's away, I I see that (laughs) as a financial opportunity to do certain things at what I like to call half price. (laughs) <laughs> because instead of paying for us as a married couple, I am paying for myself <laughs> one half of the price. And Hill Dog happened to be out of town as well, by the way. Yeah. The, Francis did not know that. The, the, the wags were away and the boys were ready to play. <laughs> and I said, I've been wanting to go to a really, really good omakase, a really high end, you know, Michelin star amazing experience omakase so anybody who doesn't know what omakase is i'm assuming most of you do but if you don't basically you show up and you pay money and the sushi chef at presumably a pretty fancy place picks you know 20 pieces of sushi and some other bells and whistles they they just keep bringing out to you one at a time yeah and it is such a fun experience yeah it's um, one at a time and you're there for a while and it's uh it's cool yeah um 
And I knew Julio is a big omakase guy. He's a big sushi guy. Theoretically. Like, I really enjoy omakase. I don't do it all the time because it's expensive. And it's like a special occasion thing. But I've done it a few times and I love it. Yeah. So he knew that I was potentially down. I thought, who better <laughs> than our resident omakase expert, Julio? <laughs> Far from it, but. Colorado. I'll take that. And so I hit him up and I said, I was thinking I wanted to do this. And he immediately said, oh, yeah, I'm not that sick. You know, no, no, or... because I so so I wanted to make it clear. I didn't want him to think that I was like trying not to not hang out or something because I couldn't handle the idea of hanging out with anybody during the day. But I was like, I was only talking about day because Francis said today. I was like, I'm very down for dinner. Let's yeah. fucking do it. He said, by tonight, I'll be ready to rip. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And oh. I said, oh, wow. Ooh. Holy rip, St. Huh? Francis, what a change is here. <laughs> uh, so he... I said, okay, great. Well, let's start doing a little research. And we're looking at some of these, you know, pretty good ones that are Michelin starred. We find one, but, you know, it, it looks good. I just, you know, we really want good cocktails. We want some good things. And, you know, I, I don't know. You, this is a, this is a, a rare opportunity yeah. to have a boy's really high-end omakase. Right. There was, like, nice places that were available, but, like, the better seating wasn't available. It was, like, their other option, which... Sure, but like if you're spending that much money, you want to have the proper setup, you know? Right. And just out of <laughs> the corner of my mind, I had the idea, well, maybe, maybe I'll take a look at what Masa has available. Well, did it pop up or did you think that and then look? I thought it and, and then look. looked. Okay. Now, Masa is <laughs> a three Michelin star, which is the most you can get. Uh, omakase restaurant, a fixture in New York. It's been around for, I don't know, 15, 20 years maybe, and is one of three or four restaurants in New York that every year maintains three Michelin stars, uh, which is incredibly hard to get. It is also the most expensive restaurant in America. In America. Number Four dollar signs. Number it's one. Like the, the number yeah, one most, the expensive most expensive restaurant, restaurant in, in America. America. I knew it would be expensive, <laughs> what? Uh, but remember, it's half price for me. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I said to Julia, I was like, "Hey, there's no reason you might want to consider Masa, is there?" And immediately, without batting an eye, he was like, "I'm all in, <laughs> absolutely." And I say, "Okay, you know, it's gonna be really steep, like." more than we were looking at and he doesn't he's like who the fuck cares let's ball out and <laughs> i'm like wow all right here we go <laughs> Eight thirty reservation masa we're going dude i chris is look okay chris is looking at how expensive it is yeah bro i was telling hillary on a facetime that i was planning to do this she goes oh, isn't that place really expensive i was like yeah she goes how expensive i was like I was like, I don't even feel comfortable telling you, but yeah, it's expensive as fuck. Dude. Yeah, we we egged each other on, and we, but yeah. we and then we start. I started texting about like what I should wear for an outfit. <laughs> uh, what should our outfit be? Do I love when Francis starts talking like that because it means he's really looking forward. I to was something. really really jazzed. It was my one event for the day, um, and it was a rainy day, so I wasn't really doing much. And I I went. I then I geared my entire day towards it. I went and worked out. I ate at the right times preceding the meal to make sure that I was in good shape for it. And then I took the subway up. We met for cocktails uh, at a nearby bar prior to... Which Francis chose, which was... And let me add something before we get into the logistics of the evening. 
I don't think I would have accepted this idea if it wasn't with Francis specifically. Mm. Something about the podcast existing makes me willing to do something like that. You know, I don't think I would go with anybody else. You know we'll talk about it for an hour yeah. and 45 minutes. Also, <laughs> you're like, I'm probably never going to go again, and this is like a good excuse to just get it. Exactly. Not 100%. With, but exactly. To experience it. Um, and, and we knew that, and it was just an amazing, exciting... What a great Instantly, night. we're on board. Let's fucking roll. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. And so we go... Uh, it's in... It's in Columbus Circle, Columbus. but we went to cocktails first. We went to cocktails which first. Which we should talk about. This you, was fun. Fire away. So we went to this cocktail bar, uh, which was really, it was a place where like the guys make cocktails. Francis was like, we should go to like a cocktail spot. I was like, I'm down. If you have a spot, you think you know. If he's like, let's go here. We go. Each bartender had thought of their own things. It's like one of those kind of places. Oh. And on the menu, dude, there are pictures of what the cocktails look like. Hillary was like, ooh, that's a little tacky. I was like, no, it's not. It's useful. And I'll tell you why. I always order the girliest looking drink and I didn't know what it looked like before and it shows up and it's this little, it's in like a flower. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So (laughs) here I could actually see Mm -hmm. what the drink was going to look like. I was like, why don't more places do this? That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. We ordered a teapot cocktail. It came in a teapot. I'm a little teapot. Mm -hmm. It it showed up, bro. And it was, it was delicious. We thought it was going to be hot tea. It wasn't. It was like a cocktail for two in a teapot. And it's this like, you know, ornate looking teapot. Yep. It looked like it could be in the Met or Grandma's something. Grandma's China. Yep. Yeah, China. And he pours it and it was really fun and delicious. Yeah, it was good. We had a nice time. It was good. I housed that one though. Something about yeah. it being in a tea mug, a tea kettle or whatever. What's it called? Cup. Tea cup. Tea cup. Tea cup made me just drink it a lot more quickly. Yeah. I don't know why. I just thought I was drinking tea. Yeah. <laughs> and I drink tea quickly because I don't want it to get cold. <laughs> and nothing about the fact that there were ice cubes and liquor in it made me think this is not tea. I just yeah. thought this is tea. I'm going to drink my tea. Uh, then we ordered another cocktail and we put those down, got all le- a little lubed up, went yep. over, w- walked over. And oh boy, we walk in to Columbus Circle and, you know, it's on the fourth floor of Columbus Circle, right next to Per Se, which I think is the second most expensive restaurant in New York. Really? Yeah. Uh, Thomas Keller, another three-star Michelin restaurant. Um, and they're right next to each other. And uh, this, you know, you're going up four escalators. And I got to tell you something. Stairway to heaven, baby. When it comes to building hype, an <laughs> escalator might be one of the most useful <laughs> hype-building devices known to man. Think about what you take an escalator for. Yeah. Sports games, mm-hmm. you know, you're going up to your seats. Oh, boy, oh, boy, let's go, Rangers. You know, people <laughs> going nuts. Ah, I can't believe we're finally here. Concerts, arenas, right? That's escalators. Um, I guess you do it for flights, too, and you and I get excited for that. I find that that quite exciting. You take an escalator to the Delta Lounge. You sure do. You take it to the Delta Lounge, and you ask yourself, I wonder what they have on food display today. You sure do. What kind of benefits am I going to get from my uh, credit card choices in the Delta Lounge today? (laughs) Escalator. Escalator. Um, Are there any other reasons why one takes an escalator? The subway is the only underwhelming one I can think of, but it is nice to be knowing that you're sort of emerging from the earth. Yeah, you're done. You're done with a bad experience. You're, You're on your way to a booty call. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I hate the fact that this girl lives in the 90s, but here we are. She's two blocks away. Pipe City. Movie booty theater. Call. 
Yeah. Movie theater. Movie theater. Yeah, popcorn in one hand. Mm-hmm. You smell the popcorn as you yeah. ascend yeah. into the You get theater. hit with a cloud of popcorn I haven't been to the movies missed. in a long time. It's been a long time. That's what you're saying on the escalator yeah. to the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking forward to this yeah. for a while. Oh, oh, I'm so glad they have lie flat seats. Uh, yeah. We reserved our seat. <laughs> escalator. <laughs> escalator, man. I'm telling you, builds the hype. Four escalators we had to take. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of escalators. So we get up there, we go through a curtain, they greet us. They're excited we're there. I mean, yeah, we sit down, we're having a great time. Um, You know, dish after dish, there was 19 courses of sushi, and then like five courses of other things. Then there was this optional add-on that you could get that was $200, (laughs) and they're like, it was like, like beef, like- Wagyu. The most delicious thing ever, but like really, really thin with like a layer of like truffles on top, whatever. And France, I couldn't tell what Francis wanted to do. They're like, you don't have to get it. It's optional. And I was like, well, why don't we share one? And he's like, all right. Was that? That was the right call. What, we did you want to eat that one? <laughs> no. Okay. I would have said we should not get one. Oh, interesting. Which would have been a mistake given how good it was. It was amazing. But here's my thing. A lot of fancy restaurants, not a lot. I've been to a couple where where they present the wagyu. They you, they want to wagyu you, right? The <laughs> wagyu wag is always at some of these Asian fusion restaurants, high end sushi, whatever. They they'll say it's you know eighty dollars an ounce, and we'll cut you a, a three ounce piece or something. They try to upsell you with the optional wagyu, and they always bring it out with fanfare. I've been to a restaurant where they brought out the the raw wagyu and, oh, wow. on a plate, and they said, "This is this ragu. It's summoned down from the mountains above Mount Fuji Kori, and you know it, the chef sleeps with it on his forehead. Yeah, slaughtered with the blade <laughs> from Kill Bill Volume Two, and you know the Hattori Hanzo steel. Exactly. Uh, the only the cleanest cut, only the blah blah blah. So, um, <laughs> you know, any I normally. I have I have resisted uh the wagyu. But here when you were when we decided to share it that felt like the win. Colorado had that look in his eyes. Dude. Yeah. He's ready for the wagyu. You want to leave no stone unturned when you go to a place like this, but you also need to know that if you're not careful, especially when it comes to wine or I guess certain things on the menu, that bill can really, really get start crazy. to get out of hand. Yeah, and we definitely we tacked on Another 25% to yeah. the bill while we were there. Which is fine. Which is fine. We drank, um, we each had beers, just, you know, Asahi's. I had a cocktail. And, and a cocktail, and I had two glasses and, of wine. And then beer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. from a drinking perspective, we kept it very reasonable. Yeah. Because yeah. if you start ordering bottles of wine, I mean, you're adding $600, $1,000 to your bill. Totally. Um, Another thing, you're not allowed to take pictures there. Yeah, no, no photography, no, photography. no video. I love that. Which yeah. is, it's cool. And one thing that's sick about it, at the end of the meal, they give you an envelope that's like, what's that wax seal thing? Yeah. What do they call that? Um, like your your seal. Your, your seal. seal. Yeah. With the menu that you had that night in it, uh-huh. which is cool. Um, and they tell you when you go back, you need to tell them who the name of your reservation was under because they changed the menu for you specifically. They don't want you to have the same thing you had last time. And they'll Sick. curate it around you. Now, it's how they get you. The, this restaurant <laughs> is very serene. 
I would say that the the, the ethos that I got was serenity, yeah. and simple, peaceful, simple cleanliness. It's very Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is very in keeping with Japanese traditions. A lot of the fish that we were presented came from Japan. Was fish that I'd never heard of before. Yeah, um, it was sick, and it was pretty cool. And we were just really having a lovely, lively conversation. It's 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 more relaxed than you would have thought. It's yeah. not some dark, velvety room that you have to speak in hushed tones in. Very sleek. It felt like, honestly, dude, somewhere where like a James Bond villain would spend their time. Yeah. Like you walk through those curtains and it's like there's all these things happening that are just like very simple but sophisticated. And they're the, the, the way, you know, this when you go up to go to the bathroom, someone immediately rushes over, refold your napkin perfectly. And then when you come back, they pull your chair out and push it in for you like you're a damsel. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. Yeah, that um, nice. everything about it. There's there is a, a an area around the sort of sushi counter behind it with a lovely Zen tree or shrub of some kind that also has about two to three inches of standing water. So there's water, you know, sort of like a. It's fairly vast. I'm not going to call it a pond. Uh, it's definitely an installment of water, but. It's about three inches down from the rest of the floor, and let me tell you something. It 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 would be relatively easy to step in, and they warn you about stepping into the water. <laughs> and we're on about course 14, 13. Oh. So this guy sitting next to us, bro, is taking pictures. He's taking pictures, and he gets yelled at. Not yelled at, but they're like, sir, you can't take pictures. I wanted them to kick him out. Dude, no, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Ten minutes later, falls right in the he water. He fell in the water. <laughs> what a goose. What an idiot. Oh, my God, dude. I start laughing so my head is in my hands and no one else is laughing. The place is too respectful. It's too cool. And I'm fucking... Dude, I heard his foot step into the splash. (laughs) Oh, whoa! You know? It's pretty funny. I'm fucking dying. I mean, he stepped in the pond inside the restaurant. And... um, They were like, yeah, we Francis asked. He's like, how often does that happen? They're like, every single day. They said that happened. I said, said, how come nobody else was laughing when that happened? I felt like a crazy person. And he goes, it happens every single day. And I was like, that doesn't make it less funny to me. (laughs) I would enjoy that every Every day. Um, And especially since this guy had been disobeying the no photography Mm. policy, I felt like it was this, (laughs) he deserved it. Yeah. He deserved to walk home with a wet heel. We had a server. His name was Josh. Shout out Josh. He was amazing. And they're so professional. And I'm I'm sure that they're accustomed to these people to serving people that really want privacy. They want them to deliver the food or the drink and then not linger at the table, right? That's It's that high end of a place. I'm sure they get celebrities in there. They get really wealthy business people. They get you know heads of state, visiting ambassadors from the UN, that kind of a thing. And we're, of course... A couple of pikers. A couple of goofballs. <laughs> hey, tell us more. What's the story? When's your birthday? I don't know. Fire away. Let's get to know each other. And that's always my philosophy. And I'm cracking jokes. They're they're walking me to the bathroom and I'm telling them like, man, that was so funny when that guy stepped in the water. Why weren't you guys laughing? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, you know, we, it was nice to see someone actually have, have a little bit of a laugh, though. That doesn't usually happen here. 
You're, you're walking to the bathroom, like, so you're going to hold it for me when I'm in there? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to need to use two hands, you know? Uh, <laughs> that kind of thing, whatever. And it, it works, and it works this way, where uh, they start to loosen up to us. I told them it was mm. Julio's birthday. Um, it wasn't, but it was close. Well, it was. Hey, it was in a couple of days. Yeah. yeah, close enough. And, you know, they're pouring me my second glass of wine, and there's probably about a glass and a half left in the bottle. And he goes, I'll just finish the bottle for you. A glass and a half and I in get, the yeah, bottle? Yeah, I get a very heavy pour. <laughs> and it's, it's by showing that you're a human, and that you're not above this. You don't take it for granted. You, this is a special occasion. You're giddy. You're exuberant. You're you're humble. You you think the wait staff is is your tour guide to to shepherd you through this amazing once in a lifetime experience. That's what starts to lead towards heavier pours mm. and two free slices of cake for dessert. Was do you, do, we may have been charged for those. We can look at the birthday. There's no way. You don't think so? Because we didn't order them. <laughs> so, dude, this is funny. So, there's, by the way, there's, so we got two delicious pieces of cake. Yeah, the green crepe cake. The green Ooh. crepe cake was the best thing I've ever had. The strawberry shortcake. <gasps> uh, dude, there is these, there's like a few pictures of us, and I showed them to Hillary, and as I'm showing them to her, she's like, she's like, I can't even look at these anymore. That's how earnest they are. <laughs> these pictures are so sweet and earnest that I keep, I can't look at them anymore. Stop showing. Yeah, there's a pictures of us with our cake, like smile. Dude. Yeah, we, we, were so excited we need to cake. post these pictures. They are so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. We look, we're so earnest that we look like someone lobotomized us before we went to the dinner. <laughs> we're like, dude, they're so funny. These photos. Yeah, uh, but yeah, what an ex- you're right, dude. Like to really sit there and enjoy something like that, so special. And the next day, dude, I felt high still. Mm-hmm. Like from like a, like when you have a good acid trip. The next day, you are so happy. Yeah, that's how I felt about yeah. having done that. It was a wow. euphoric. It was awesome. Experience. It was an awesome experience. Guys, we talk a lot about mental health on our pod, uh, and we want to introduce you to a new partner of ours, Cerebral. Uh, it's a 100% online mental health service that offers therapy and medication management for anxiety, depression, insomnia, stress, burnout, and more. Uh, Cerebral is here for anyone who's looking for help with their mental health. No matter where you are in your journey, Cerebral helps people with anxiety, depression, stress, insomnia, and more. If you like, if you feel like you're experiencing burnout, by the way, I read that burnout as a trend and, and Google search term searches for that are up thousands of percent uh, lately. Uh, or if you're trying to process a major life event, uh, the death of a loved one or a breakup or mm-hmm. being fired, any of that stuff, Cerebral is care that's ready for you. I gotta be honest, like therapy... I remember when I started doing it, um, I didn't think I needed to be there. I was only there because like the way that my insurance worked, like I had to do therapy in order to like get another service that I was trying to get. Uh, and I had no, like I didn't think that there was anything wrong with me or that there were any problems, but it just really allowed me to troubleshoot my life in a way that I didn't realize how valuable it was. I felt perfectly okay with the way that I was living. Uh, and yet felt that going to a therapist and talking through some issues or problems that like, maybe you wouldn't call them problems, but there were things that I didn't even realize were a thing. And by addressing them, it made my life so much better. Highly recommend therapy for all people, not just somebody who's like going through something though. Mm. Obviously it can be helpful for that as well. So recommend it for everybody. 
That's that's my two cents. Love it. Um, guys, our listeners will receive an exclusive 50% off your first month of therapy by going to Cerebral.com slash oops. 50% off your first month. Go to Cerebral.com slash oops. That's Cerebral.com slash oops for 50% off of your first month of therapy. Uh, for quality mental health care that's accessible and affordable, join Cerebral. And, you know, I think we were the right people for it. I felt like we deserved it. I felt like in there uh, we were, we asked the question of, of we asked the question of a, of a member of the wait staff, do you get a lot of people in here who take it for granted? Um, meaning who just, this is just another meal to them and they don't even care. They're kind of going through the motions. And he had a very tactful answer, which was more to shift it towards uh, the fact that there are people, regulars, who come in there, who eat there once a week, you know, twice a week. Um, I was doing the math on that. That's just outrageous. Yeah. I mean, good for those people. You know, really just that's their local sushi spot. (laughs) Wild. That's crazy. I think our third or fourth dish was a a Toro belly with Ocetra caviar on top. Oh, that was the second one. And that was pretty amazing. Delicious. Um, (laughs) And then aside from that, it was all kinds. I mean, you know. So fucking good. It's really good. The rice is just immaculate temperature things come out on a warm stone um it's very spare it's very just two little pieces of fish on a black board you eat it with your fingers they bring you a little bowl with a little lemon in it hot towel they keep replacing your hot towel so it's hot Mm. um extra ginger extra ginger extra ginger don't need more wasabi it's already in the fish tower the wasabi levels for you i said you could crank mine to a 10 and the remaining pieces came out very wasabi e Wasabied. Yeah. Dude, so fucking sick. It was great. So special. Um, glad we did that together. Yeah, very fun. Memorable experience. Uh, so it's just funny that my weekend took that turn because, like I said, I was excited to spend no money. And not only did I spend money, I spent more money than I ever do, by far. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's fine, dude. It's fine. Like, whatever. But it's funny because not only did I do that, this new Bad Bunny music video came out, which I'd like to show you. I'd like to watch the video. Okay. And then we can talk about it. But I think it'd the, be good to see it through your eyes. The sunglasses that he's wearing in them, I was like, I need those. Immediately yeah. bought them. Yeah, Weren't right. cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francis made me feel better about it. He's like, you know, dude, sometimes it's just not up to us. Yeah. Sometimes. It's in God's hands. The heavens call to you. Yeah. You are, you are simply God's vessel. God wanted you to buy those sunglasses. He wouldn't have put that music video in front of you if if he didn't want you to have them. Yeah. I'm I've gotten I've gotten to a point now where I'm I'm starting to use God a lot to justify bad decisions. <laughs> this is the thing in history. This yeah. is the problem. So before those before we yeah before we watch this video Are I, they not shaded? They are. It's just the angle with which he's Oh okay. So the uh I recommend we're gonna pause the episode and obviously pick immediately back up. But if you haven't seen the video, we recommend watching it also so you can have some context. Shout out Bad Bunny, bro. Pumping your views up, bro. No problem, bro. Yeah, this um, is Bad Bunny, Where She Where Goes. Where She Goes, directed by Stills. It is a masterpiece. I watched it probably 100 times in a row and then bought the sunglasses. Wow. Uh, okay. So, fire it up, Chris. Fire it away. Dude, so 
Anyway, I watched that a bunch of times in a row and then yeah. copped those sunglasses. But what do you think about the music video? I thought it was really cool. It's cool, right? I thought, you know, clearly Bad Bunny is an artist worthy of his attention. Cool. I think. Uh, and that music that video has... I haven't listened to much of his music. I'm mm-hmm. just... So I know I know he's the biggest thing going right now. I know how devoted you are to him, and I'm I'm glad to be I'm I'm, I'm glad to be uh coming around. You know, and it's not that I was against him ever. I was just sort of unaware. I was I didn't yeah. have any exposure. So it's good for you to show me some of his stuff that you think. Hey, maybe you'll like this. Cool, yeah, glad, dude. yeah, um, pretty badass. Yeah, um, sick video. But like, dude, yeah. I'm, well, so, those sunglasses will be interesting. Um, I told Hillary that I bought them, and she sort of didn't believe me. She thought I was just trying to get a rise out of her. She then later realized that I had, in fact, bought them, and then she was like, all right, well, she's like, you can't just like wear a normal-ass outfit and wear those. You're going to no. have to like curate like a sick outfit. And I was like, I potentially beg to differ, but <laughs> but but fine, point no- noted. Yeah, and yeah. I'm happy to work together on this. We'll just have to find more opportunities to... You know, have have fun outfits. Agreed. I like having statement pieces. Hell yeah. Uh, something about where you know what I mean. You gotta have times in your life where you say, "I'm going to go against the grain. I'm not gonna wear something that is just a little bit sort of muted and understated. I'm going. I'm gonna swing today. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna swing for it. Fuck yeah. You could have worn those to Masa. I know. I could have. How, who makes those sunglasses? Uh, I almost don't want to say because I don't want other people. To, I mean, you could easily gatekeeper, but like I don't want to like make it too easy for people. Won't people? I don't want find everyone from the it. music video. They could, but like that requires an additional step from this moment, and they may just. <laughs> you have to create hurdles for people so that you create a situation. Yeah, but where I, I, I don't know that we're gonna. You're gonna create a, a legion of oops, the podcast listeners. Who I'll, I'll tell you, but I'm not saying. You know, it's summer 2023, bro. Gotta go in hard, make a statement on some fanboy shit, but also just being a legend about it. Right. <laughs> Ripping. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you gotta do it, bro. Hell yeah. Um, dude, something really funny happened to me the other day that I'd like to share with you guys. Oh, please. So I'm walking down the street. Occasionally, dude, my new apartment, bro, I sleep like a fucking young child. Ah. I wake up naturally without even needing an alarm. I sleep so peacefully. It's so incredible. So I have all this energy now, which is just... Wow. I wake up alert and welcome, ready to... Welcome. Welcome to the healthy side. Yeah, it's great, dude. <laughs> and, and it's not... I really believe that the other apartment was just so loud, even in the middle of the night, that like... Yeah. It fucked me. But so anyway, I'm up early. I'm ready to rip. Walking around the, the neighborhood, I encounter this guy um, who was wearing a big... He was a big guy wearing a denim dress. Um. Huh. And this was something where it could be like homeless or out all night partying at a warehouse party. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. And I think the latter ended up being true. Um, and it was such a funny, bizarre encounter. So this guy, he's like, hey, excuse me. He had like a little bit of a, of a speech impediment, but it wasn't like a big deal. It was just like, whatever, kind of sweet. He's like, do you know how to, I'm not going to talk like that for the rest of this time, but just so you can picture sure. it. Sure. He goes, can you direct me to the Second Avenue station? And or no, the first Avenue station or something. I don't know. And we're in Midtown, so I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know, I don't know where that is. But I'm like, but there is like the Q trains over there. Uh, you got to walk that way and walk up the street. You'll get to like a Second Avenue subway station. He goes, okay. He goes, can I walk with you? He goes, 
I don't feel safe in Manhattan. He goes, and I'm like, okay. So at first I think that this guy's like going to ask me for money or is like doing some sort of scam, but I realize he's actually not. And he's trying to explain to me what's happened that's led him to be there. <laughs> he's like, he's like, so where do, where do I go? I was like, well, dude, the, the, Manhattan's a grid. Like if we're on 50th street, if you go left, you're on 49th. If you go right, you're on 51st. It, it's actually quite navigable. He goes, oh, I have no idea. He goes, I don't spend any time here. I have no idea anything about Manhattan. I don't. He goes, people don't fuck with me here, dude. People don't fuck with people like me here. How have you not asked him <laughs> what happened to him that <laughs> so he's in the middle of Manhattan? Okay, this is what happened. Somehow he ha- he paid for something that was like $3 but didn't have any money because he lost his wallet. So the person took his phone and was like, all right, I'll give you your phone back when you have the money or something. This is the story he's telling. And I'm like, this guy's like rolling right now or something. Like he's just not, he literally was googly eyed. Like one of his eyes was looking over there and it wasn't because he was some like down and out guy. He was just on drugs. What time was this? 8.30 in the morning. This guy's been up all night. Googly eyed. Somehow he ends up in Midtown. I realized later he's talking about the L. He's talking about the first avenue stop on the L or the third mm-hmm. avenue, whichever one. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, dude, that's that way. And he's like, yeah, this guy just wouldn't give me back the, 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 my phone. I was like, dude, I have $3. Okay, I'm not that much of a loser. Then he goes, $4? <laughs> just throws in the great singer, dude. I was like, it's so funny. Then he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, People in Brooklyn fuck with me. He's like, Ridgewood, too. I fuck with Ridgewood. He's like, Manhattan? Fuck Manhattan. He's Ridgewood, like, New Jersey? No, Queens. Oh, okay. I don't feel I don't feel safe. And then, <laughs> then I sent him on his way. He didn't ask for money or anything. And I was like, dude, that was crazy. That was, yeah. was surreal. Yeah. I just have this pal. We're walking down the street. I'm just, I, dude, it was, it was insane. <laughs> insane street encounter. I love that. Me and this guy. So That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Guys, Stella Blue has just introduced their cold brew, and it is absolutely spectacular. It's phenomenal. Is there anything better than having that first sip of coffee in the morning? I submit that there is not. There is not. It's like getting your first kiss every single day. It's euphoric. <laughs> Stella Blue support, a coffee supports pets, unlike big coffee. Uh, for every purchase, a portion of the proceeds goes towards helping Paws Animal Shelter. Uh, we all love dogs and pets, and uh, it's nice to know that with each sip, you're helping a dog find a home. That's very true. Also, Stella Blue, if you order, uh, if you order it today, you can get it tomorrow. They offer next day shipping. It's a really solid coffee. Stop waiting in line at Starbucks or ordering for confusing apps. Having your name spelled wrong in the cop, you know that I go through that all the time. Mm-hmm. Guilio. Yeah, Guilio, right here. <laughs> Coffee should be about you. Stop wasting it at Starbucks. Yeah. Go to StellaBooCoffee.com. Use promo code OOPS for 10% off of your next order. Uh, and do us a favor. Please enjoy just your coffee. Don't waste the beautiful moment. Get in there. StellaBooCoffee.com. Promo code OOPS. 10% off. Man, that's great. It's been fun interacting with strangers. I, I've, I've, I've been on that train a little bit lately. Gotta roll your sleeves up, bro. Yeah. And crush it. I was, uh, I stopped traffic on the shoulder from cutting again um, <laughs> nice. yesterday. How was it? Um, it was good. It was uh, a pretty eye opening. I'm sure the video will be out by now, but basically, <laughs> I, someone saw me doing it and then they they started doing it too, and they were three cars behind me. It was like an army. Yeah, they, you know, as I say in the video, it's like that scene in Batman that begins the first one where uh, Bruce Wayne goes into 
ask Commissioner Gordon why people aren't trying to clean up Gotham more, and he's got the fake gun pointed against his back. Mm-hmm. He says, "Don't turn around," and uh, he goes, "Let's do it." And and Commissioner Gordon goes, "You're just one man," and he goes, "Now we're two." Oh, nice. And I said, I thought to myself, "Now we're two. Now we're two. Now we're two. And the army rises. And um, you should start wearing a superhero mask when you do it. I think that's a good idea. It's pretty funny. You know, <laughs> it's it's a strange Sh- road shoulder man. It something. is a strange um, social experiment that I engage in on this, and I've explained it a number of times. But what happened was we were in very bad traffic going into the Holland Tunnel, way, 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 way back, and nobody was using the shoulder. Everybody was sitting in the line, and all it took was for one person to do it to break the seal, and then the cars start flooding in. If if someone sees one, nobody wants to be the first bad guy. Uh huh. But if one person does it, eh, I guess it's not. That everyone bad. says game on. And as somebody who is sitting in the traffic. I can only watch so many cars go by, all of whom are cutting me. The shoulder ends. There's no exit that they are going to turn off to. They're not taking a right. They all have to merge back in ahead of me and cut me. And each one of those cars adds between a minute and three minutes to my ride home. They are affecting me. Fuck those people. I can only watch, I don't know, 15 cars go by, whiz by, where I look at, I will look at them going by and I realize, oh, that person's not pregnant, that person's not on fire, that person doesn't look injured. These are not emergencies. These are just bad people. Before I finally say, no more. <laughs> enough is enough. enough Sorry, is enough. if no one else is going to stop this, I will. And I merge out. And I stop it, and then another car merges out. And the car that merged out to to, at, to join me was a Porsche Cayenne. Nice. Whoa. You know, a fucking $120,000 car. I don't know what they cost. And I thought, oh, my God. You know, I'm doing this in a beat-up Tesla, you know, that I bought used. This person is doing this in the fact that they are willing to do it in a car that expensive, knowing the risk of someone being so enraged that they will bash you from behind or get out and smash your window or kill you dude exactly you get killed doing i know i don't want to do this much more by the way good for you bro you're brave you're brave man i'm not even brave i just can't stand it i cannot stand watching people do this what should francis's superhero name be the road warrior what's a good name the road runner the if anybody has any ideas we we should name you bro shoulder holder Shoulder holder. <laughs> shoulder holder's pretty good. The shoulder holder. We need to get you a costume. I know. This is fun. What dude. we really need is a bulletproof SUV. We do. Wasn't somebody selling one? Yes, Meek Mill. And you put in an offer. I DM'd I him. He did not respond. <sighs> he must have already sold it, perhaps. He may have done. Maybe you lowballed him. I don't even think I made an offer. I said, hi, Mr. Mill. Uh <laughs> Big fan of you. Um, was curious about the cost of that uh, bulletproof SUV you were selling. Um, please uh, let me know uh, if it's still for sale. He didn't respond. You anyway, supposed to meet him in the bathroom, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where are we? No. What's that? It's a Meek Mill lyric. Oh, total me, me, and 
Oh, okay. Mm. Is that from Dreams and Nightmares? No. Oh, that's the only song I've That's it. Dreams and Nightmares is a classic. Well, anyway, um, yeah, so I was doing that, but then I, I finished it. The, the shoulder ends. We all merged back in, and I'm going along, and I get up to a traffic light before the tunnel, and there's a white BMW M5 next to me. A sick car. And I'm looking over at it. I'm pleased with the fact that I've held the line. Someone else joined me in holding the line. I keep looking over at it. The windows are heavily tinted. <laughs> Finally, the driver sees that I've been looking over and rolls his window down and looks at me. And he's with his you know, girlfriend or wife in the front seat. And I go, hey. And he goes, what's up? And I go, I love your car. And he goes, it's my baby. And I go, keep it clean. And he goes, I'm trying. And then we just drove <laughs> off. And it was a great interaction. It's great, it's great, great interaction. Great bonding between two heroes. <laughs> yeah, Batman yeah. and Robin. That guy, I don't know. I don't know if he was a hero, but it, you know, he wasn't. I didn't know where he stood in the whole thing. But didn't he block also? No, no, that was the Porsche. Oh, okay, 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 sorry. That was the Porsche. That's still fun though, dude. The Porsche. I tried. There was a woman, you know, selling mango slices. Oh yeah. When the at the traffic light, she walks up and down the line of cars. And I asked her if I could buy some mangoes to send back to the Porsche through six cars back. And she was like, uh, no, no, I don't understand or uh, I don't feel comfortable. That's a good idea. And I was like, oh, too bad. To the guy at the end of the it's bar. It's the equivalent of sending someone a drink at the bar, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's great. Mangoes, six cars back. Dude, that's sick. Dude, I, your fucking adventures of Francis, man. Francis in the wild, getting into it. I think my principles are going to get me killed. I worry a little bit for you with this game. I think I need to put that game up. What am I supposed to do? Did you watch? You watched Beef, right? Yeah. We both, we liked Beef, right? Loved Beef. Loved Beef. Very, very good. But, like, it just shows, it, it, it's obviously heightened reality to a degree, but, like, it shows you that how absurd it is that they got to where they got mm-hmm. off of something that stupid of just being enraged. But it just shows you what people are capable of when you, like, rile them up to that degree. And I worry for you a bit. Yeah, and encounter the wrong guy someday. I, I I don't know what I'm supposed to do because, as I said, there's three options. One is do nothing and just accept that 50 cars are going to go by me and add an extra half hour to my commute home. Uh, the other option is to join them and cut, which would be the pinnacle of hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah, you can't. And it's, you know, just a complete resignation to, if you can't beat them, join them. And the third is to continue to block these people. Mm. Um, and I don't like you call any local of the senator. options. I don't know. Uh, what, well, what they need to do, and this is going to sound really Karen-y, but I will Tickets. die on the... Ho- yes, they need to install traffic cameras and start issuing fines and tickets for anybody caught doing this. And they will rack up tons of revenue until they stop the problem and everyone will get back in line yeah why wouldn't they do that unintended but um i realized i I don't think that what i do is karen-esque because i'm putting out my own fires here yeah you're not tattling you are fighting the fight myself and fighting yourself i'm fighting the fight myself and uh some always it's crazy anytime i post one of these the, the top comment is Always, always, this guy reminded the teacher to hand out homework or collect homework at the end of class. Yeah, it's, the, yeah, yeah. it's like a, such a tired, reused joke. Yeah. 
And finally, I responded to the guy who posted it because it was the top comment. And I said, no, I, I never reminded the teacher to collect homework. I just did the homework and then watched all the other kids forget to hand it in and fail. And then I looked better by contrast. Mm-hmm. Different. That was my, I would, I would let the whole class sink yeah. and, and just quietly do the right We're thing. We're not a team here. No. We're Fuck not. those kids. Yeah. It's me versus them. 100%. They're going to be fucked. I'll be fine. <laughs> it makes it easier when a person's very in the wrong to do to do something or to react. You know what I mean? Dude, another original penguin oh. unboxing is upon us. The original, the penguin. Heritage brand rooted in sports uh, of leisure, like golf and tennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sponsor a bunch of professional athletes as well. I know Alia Tomjanovic, who many of you might know from the Netflix show. Uh, Cameron Smith, the golfer. Matt Wright, pickleballer. Wow. <laughs> you know, you know me, dude. Well. I'm all about the leisure sports. That's what summer is to me. How can I find my way onto a pickleball court, a golf tee, and I want to be wearing my original Penguin gear because everyone knows they they do it right. Fire that open. I'm firing it Just open. Just use your teeth, bro. Use anything. Just rip it to shreds. Be a man about it. Be a man. Be, be a man. Um... Well, dude, I mean, Original Penguin had been adorned and and adored by the masters of culture and sport to define itself as an American classic that knows how to have fun. Mm-hmm. How poetic. Here we go. Big moment. Big reveal. What do we got in this treasure box? Open this thing. Yeah, just fire it up. Just My... get angry. I can't tell you how frustrating it is. I'm sorry, bro. No, it's not your fault. I would be doing the same thing. I'm struggling. Okay. Okay, there we go. We've opened it. What's inside? It's because I'm so excited. Good things come to those who wait, Francis. Uh, Check this sick tea out, bro. This is what gas. What original paint? Oh, I love dude, that, this is dude. Sick. I love this that. Is those sick. colors are awesome. This is sick. What? This is a swaggy look, dude. We got some. These black khakis. They're black. Yeah, they are black. Black chinos. What a cool look. Wow, man. that's a good look. That's Classic got your name written all over it. Contemporary Gallerati in the mix. Yep, he's in the mix. Um, we love it. I mean, Original Penguin, really good stuff. Uh, it was birthed out of leisure sports like golf and tennis. Yeah. Uh, they sponsor many professional athletes in those sports as well. Uh, it's a classic heritage brand, mm-hmm. and it's sort of having its second moment now. Uh, and it's interesting to see a brand live a long life like this. So go grab yourself some Original Penguin. Right now, you can shop Original Penguin Spring Summer 23 collection at OriginalPenguin.com and enjoy an original good time. Like, okay, dude, very, this is a, a lower stakes situation, but I'm, I ordered a sandwich. And it's in one of those places where, like, once you order, you don't know where to go. And you have to ask seven people, did you order? Did you order? Did you order? Yeah. It's like really fucking annoying. So the guy's standing there. So I walk him next to him. I'm like, have you ordered yet? He doesn't respond. And I go, excuse me? I'm like, I, I lean in a bit. I'm like, have you ordered? Doesn't respond. Doesn't even look at me. And I go, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, and I, and I'm, the woman is right in front of me. He's right here. I'm like, has he ordered yet? Are you, I was like, are you seeing this? And she goes, yeah, I don't know. She goes, he's ordered though. And I, okay. I, and I just look at him. I go, are you okay, dude? <laughs> no reply. I just couldn't believe it. Is I'm he like, making eye contact? No, not looking at me, not looking over, not turning. I don't know if he was like foreign. He wasn't old enough to not be able to hear it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I still can't figure out what the fuck was going on there. But like, it was easy to me or easy for me to like be so aggressive because this guy is so wrong. Well, he could be hearing impaired just as a, a young person. No, I doubt it. 
It's possible. It's possible. I just didn't. I did. It didn't seem like. It. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. To me, based on your story, it seems like it. Dude, but like, okay, he, hearing like people who are like actually hearing impaired, there's usually some tell, tell, like tell, huh. right? Like they have the thing. They have like those. They have something helping them function slightly better usually right, right? right. or you can just tell like mm-hmm. living a life like that has made them they look like it's hard to see yeah they can they they can smell better no i don't i don't know what it is dude but like i was in the guy's peripheral vision too and he wasn't blind i was i was do i was leaning in <laughs> i was leaning over at him dude i was getting very close to him why did you care so much about whether he had ordered? He was oh, such... you were going to cut him? No, dude. They, like, maybe, but there, I had, had... Why am I asking 17 people <laughs> if they've ordered? And that's where I put it on the place. I put it on the state of New Jersey in the in the situation with you in the shoulder, and I put it on Lenwich, mm-hmm. the restaurant that I was eating at. Lenwich, We're not making yeah. it more obvious where the fuck we should all stand. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I think that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. Daddy. Yeah. So. Damn. Dude, my dad has uh, started playing Zelda. Oh, golly. Uh, my brother and I were talking, and we're like, you know, we realized that our dad would like it potentially in theory if he could f- kind of overcome the lack of training of using controllers. Yeah. Maybe he could discover something that he really enjoyed. And it's funny, it's turned into this thing that we are now all like bonding over. Wow. My dad has begun playing Zelda. Wow. And it's unclear to what extent. He may just like the idea of himself playing it more than he actually does playing the game itself. Yeah. But if he's able to sort of figure out how to do everything, I th- it's it's a game that anybody would like. Yeah. It's that um, good of a game. What do you do in Zelda? Do you fight? Yeah, you fight. I mean, dude, you do, do it you all. Do you do puzzles? Tons of puzzles. You figure shit out. You have to kind of like solve problems. Uh, and in some ways, it's like fascinating. I mean, there's this, this new feature in the new game where you can sort of build shit out of anything and you can also combine weapons. Mm. So there's sort of these like endless possibilities. It requires a lot of brain power uh, to attack the game because you can also choose your own adventure literally. So you decide what part of the game you want to play at any given moment. Right. And there is a recommended way to attack it all. uh, But you can sort of, there's all these videos of guys beating the game as fast as you can and they skip all of the stuff and go directly to the end of the game. Hmm. And you have to be like incredibly skilled to be able to do that. Oh, really? Because you haven't built up your defenses or your stamina. Uh, sure, sure. But you're basically there's these like bunch of these different kingdoms, and you have to like go help them overcome whatever their problem is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's sort of like Lord of the Ringsy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Different species of ancient creatures coexisting. Interesting. Is Link a guy or a girl? I believe he's a guy. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not positive on that. But and who's Zelda? Zelda's the princess of the of the area. Do you meet her? You do, yeah. You do you try to hook up with her? There's there appears to be some sort of sexual tension there. Really? I don't I haven't been playing all the Zelda games, so I don't have all the context. I've just played these last two Ryan. You got something here? He's he's male. Zelda's a male? Mm, no, um, Link is male. Oh sorry. Link is male, Zelda. Zelda's a female, obviously. Sorry. Oh. Um but yeah, so like Link is sort of like the trusted hero of Hyrule. And Zelda is the princess. And all these tragedies have kind of come over the area. But this new game, dude, is sick. So good. Huh. I really enjoy it. I just wonder. I wonder if I'd get hooked. I might. 
You might. I mean, you and you. I played video games with you. Like you're able to play video games. Have we played video games? We played with Chris. We played uh, Mario oh, Kart. Oh yeah, that was fun. Super Smash Brothers. I'd like to do that a little bit more. I'd like to do a little bit more. The problem is, you know, you talk about kind of ending up playing till late at night sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It, it becomes I an obsession. Don't know that I can allow myself to to have that. I, I think that might really throw me off. And yeah. I don't know that I'd be able to resist. That's fair. So yeah. I'm going to just probably leave that box unopened. I think that's fair. I saw the CNN article that like people were taking time off from work to play this game. Wow. <laughs> it's like that much of a thing. Unreal. So the first one that came out in 2017 is like considered one of the greatest games ever made. So this sequel was one of the most hype things yeah. in the history of video games. And so far it appears to be living up to the hype to me and in general. So. Interesting. Interesting. What Pretty fun. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's good shit, dude. That's yeah. great. Oh, I got something. Mm. Get this. I got asked by one of my my dearest friends to be a godparent. Wow. To their daughter. Wow. How amazing is that? That was really fun. I started crying. Wow. I was so moved. Oh my god. I dude. was so honored and touched by it. That's very nice. Now, um they couldn't ask Sierra to be a godmother cuz she's not baptized. Wow. I didn't know that you had to be baptized in order to become a godparent. Is that the only I'm baptized. Look at us. Yeah, I know. Godfather material. Sierra kept being like, "Well, look, we're technically the both, you know, the godparents." And I said, "No, uh, no you don't. You're going to rot in hell." Why don't is Sierra going to get adult baptized? I said you should try to do that, and she said I don't even know if they'll let me in. Yeah, of course. I don't think I want it. I want to have that the over first, her. <laughs> baptism's the first step. Mm-hmm. I Josh Weston got baptized as an adult. Oh, really? There's a video of it. Yeah. Well, it's too late. They've chosen someone else because wow. Sierra, as a child, decided to wag her middle finger at God. <laughs> she eschewed the holy water upon her brow as an infant and i took it as a man of god myself and as such i have been entrusted to provide good birthday and christmas presents to this lovely young child from here until an age that we mutually agree she no longer needs those presents that's very fun I wasn't clear if the godparenting was still a thing. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. And I'm really excited about it. It it's means really something. It yeah. means a, it's a big deal. Agreed. Also, being called, I'm, I'm a godfather. My god. I'm going to brag about it. I'm going to casually drop that as often as I can into conversation. Put it in your bi- Instagram bio. I will. Godfather. Do you know something, especially especially since it's a non-relative? It's a, it's a non-relative. Yeah, it's you know, sick. it's it, it's more meaningful. I was not a uh a, a, an obvious choice. I wasn't a obligatory choice. Do you have to formally accept? Like, how does that work? You have to like. I have to something? go to her baptism. Got it. And maybe I have to hold her. I don't. I don't oh, know. Wow. I'm going to read up on it. That's really cool. But dude, I'll tell you, man. Um, it is. You know me. I struggle a lot with the fact that my whole life I've been a challenging person. <laughs> That was a common theme at my, yeah. at my wedding, um, that, that people have had their issues with me that I, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not the easiest person to get along with. I rub some people the wrong way. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Being asked to be a godparent, I think, for me, has been the number one most validating request or, or flag of my character. 
Love it. That whatever self doubt I possess from having falling outs with people in my life or being told that I was a challenging kid or getting in trouble, blah, 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 blah. The fact that I still managed to present myself with such strength of character and loyalty and whatever reasons they decided that, um, and these are really important people and great people in my life too. These are not like, they're not losers at all. You know what I mean? Mm. These are high caliber folks. They have no shortage of people they could ask to be the godparents. Mm. It makes me think, and maybe I'm bragging here, but just makes me think, well, maybe I'm not so fucking bad after all. Yeah, I worry about that for you. You think this is going to go to my head? No, like the checks and balance system that you currently have, you're like, ah, people think I'm problematic. Am I problematic? I should try not to be problematic. This will just make you lose that conversation, and maybe you'll just go burn down some fucking forests. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I have to. I now I have to be a good, good yeah. role model good for my goddaughter. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and and it, it hasn't always worked that way. Don't you worry. I I still <laughs> I still have plenty of uh, self loathing. Yeah, I was to draw from. I uh, hope you didn't take me seriously. I was kidding. No, no, it's a good point. It is. It is a very Newtonian third law <laughs> that for every action there is an equal and opposite mm-hmm. reaction, and that perhaps this. Uh, this good faith vote of my character will make me think I'm not so bad. Let's go out and, you know, commit some crimes or try some drugs or really fall off. I've earned the right to fall off a little. I I don't feel that way. Did did you know that there's an actual tree, by the way, speaking of Newtonian, I didn't realize there's a apple upon which, from which he surmised gravity. Yeah. I, I don't know that I did. I have that. a tearaway calendar of like random interesting places, and that was one of them. I was like, oh, there's an actual tree for this? That's sick. Wow. It's at like Cambridge or something. Wait. Newton, yeah, the it was Apple. gravity. Yeah. Uh, Einstein had relativity, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to. Do you know did... all three of Newton's laws? No. I know none of Everyone them. Everyone knows the third law. I can't know. I don't know that I remember the first or the second. An like object I, at rest will stay at, at rest unless acted upon by an outside force. Is that one, Ryan? Number one is an object that will not change its motion unless a force acts That's what on I just it. said. Yeah. said yeah. Second two? law, the force on an object is equal to its mass times, times its acceleration. acceleration. And then the third is when two objects interact. It's an equal and opposite apply... reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Every reaction is an equal opposite reaction. Solid. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. good to brush up on Newton's laws. They're good yeah. laws. Good laws. Good laws. Solid laws. Well, how about the fourth law of Newton? Uh, don't use the fucking shoulder to cut people <laughs> in traffic. <laughs> the shoulder holder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, I did some. I did a really bad thing the other day. And I oh, good. I want to hear about it. It's not it. that bad. Sins. But, but in my opinion, this is like I behaved poorly the entire time. We should have a, we should have a, a confessional period Dude, of, of Oops the Podcast. Catch this, though. I was punished. By being rewarded, which is, and you'll see what, I, what I'm talking about here. Hill Dog is like, do you want to go to dinner or something? I was having a really bad day. And I was like, she, she recommended a spot. And I was like, oh, that spot's kind of expensive. <clears throat> LOL, based on early in this conversation. It wasn't even anywhere near what we, you know. No. But anyway, like, that's not a thing I normally do. So I'm like, it's kind of expensive. I was like, should we go here instead? She's like, sure. So we go. We sit down. And it's a place where... They always pedal guacamole at you. They, uh. they pedal places pedal guacamole. They pedal the way it? that the way that they pedal wag you 
<laughs> they peddle guacamole. Uh-huh. They say, how about some guacamole? Uh-huh. And you're like, okay. And it's just absurdly expensive and it's annoying. Damn. So this particular place, they offer a single order and a double order. So I didn't even want guacamole. I actually prefer salsa to guacamole. Wow. I, I'll buy, I'll pay for like the salsa flight, but I don't want guacamole. But if the person I'm sitting with wants it, sure, let's get it. <laughs> Hill Dog goes, let's get guacamole. I go, okay, fine, whatever. Fine. We get the guacamole. Salsa flight. Yeah, that's what I Yeah, like. three different salsas. <laughs> they don't even ask us if we want the single or double, and they default to bring us the double, and it was way too much guacamole, and there's no way we could finish it all. Mm. We overordered, and I just started bitching. Wow. Like a bit, like a Damn. little bitch. Damn. I was like, Ugh. like just being a salty fucking, and I, I was in a bad mood to begin with, and I'm complaining, and I'm like, rah, 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 doing that whole thing. Yeah. Hill Dog just paid for the bill without asking me. Insisted on paying. Because, and that is how I believe I was punished. The idea that she couldn't deal with the idea of me pouting about this bullshit. And mind you, dude, this would have been like 40 bucks a person. Yeah, yeah. And The guac? No, the guac was $30. For a double order of guacamole that is not, we, we barely had half. Yeah. Barely. Mm. Uh, and anyway, she, she, she paid. Insisted. Canned the card. Wouldn't let me. Wow. And then I had to just live in the shame of knowing that the only reason she paid was because I was p- pouting and she didn't want to deal with that becoming worse based on when I paid also. Yeah. We, were, we were to split it. Yeah, she, she did what my mother used to do to me, which is that she sort of held up a mirror to your own behavior. Yeah. And said, okay, I'm not going to deal with this. We're just going to get out of here, but this is how you're behaving. I was being bad. I was being you're really a bad. bad. Boy. And she even said, you're, she's like, you're being bad. Wow. I was like, but you're not too bad too often, I don't think. Usually not, bro. Yeah. But, you know, the guacamole peddling, it's just really fucked I up. I got to tell racket. you, man, I-, I love guacamole so much that if someone brought the double instead of the single, I would think, what a wonderful surprise. This isn't what we ordered. You didn't ask. But more guacamole is always better. $30 worth, bro? I is, don't know that... Am I starting a guacamole stand? Do they make it at the table? They used to. They don't anymore. <laughs> they used to at this place. But it's still whipped up there. They're yes, making it fresh. Yes. Was it good guac? It was, it was okay. I bet it was good. This you're place, just be, you're, you're no. still a little salty. No? Bro, you, I'm, I know. I'll never go to this place again because of this. This guy's, I'm serious, I do this. This is what I do. I get that. This guy, this place used to have the guacamole man. He walks around with a cart. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Of like yeah. This, sort of like, uh, like you the know, the man. language teachers in my elementary school. Sort of school. like the Caesar salad man at some fancy restaurants. I didn't know that that They'll man They'll make table-side Caesars. Or, Hot take, I hate Caesar salad. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I, I don't love them. Croutons be damned. Get the fuck out of Can here. Can I try making you a Caesar, or are you sure. like not about it at all? Yeah, I'm open to having you make it from your eye. Uh, what you know? What other tableside attractions they have that I like? What? When they make bananas foster Ooh, at bananas the table, foster. and they let the big flame go up, and everybody in the restaurant goes, "Ooh, yeah, bananas foster." That's a good. Bananas that's a good foster one. is a good one. Or um, what other things do they make tableside? Uh, I don't know. The little cart comes over. Yeah, cart. I like a cart. You want spicy? Yeah, Ooh, sure. A, che- a cheese cart. Ooh, the cheese cart. Sometimes they'll have that in France. They'll have, I've had really? that. The cheese mm-hmm. cart. Bring the whole cheese cart over. Is creme brulee where they do the you torching? Yeah, the ch- yeah, but usually the restaurant I worked at, they did that table. They side did that table people. side. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, fire is a good thing by the table. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice uh, attraction. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, didn't no, mean to no, cut you okay. off. That's it. Uh, so anyway, 
You know, I just shouldn't have gone to the dinner if I didn't want to be at the dinner. Who gives you shit about $30 guacamole, bro? Eat the guacamole, Colorado. Right. Hit it. Well, Hit you it. learned. You learned. Did you guys uh, reconcile? You, you, you... We hugged. Yeah. We embraced. Good, 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 <laughs> we moved good, good, past good. it. And by her doing that, to your point, it kind of made my tantrum end yeah. because I realized I was being unreasonable. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I was being a cheap bastard. Uh, so anyway and then and then we went the next night <laughs> to masa a, a few days later we went to the most now, expensive restaurant in did, america did did hill dog bring that up in the context of your guacamole fit no 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 that's she, very big of her no, no no so the guacamole fit happened before no i know but if if i'm saying i if i were hillary if if you and i were you dating would have referenced it after masa i'd been like really you could pay that for dinner, but you were upset about $30 guacamole. Dude, by the way, okay, I know we're we're going a little long here, but I have one more thing I want to mention. I'm having the bougiest couple days of all time, dude. Yeah? Not only did we just go to that dinner, for my birthday, Hill Dog got me a spa day at Amon tomorrow. Dude. Wow. So we remember we talked about Amangiri on this podcast with Roan. They opened an Amon location in New York City, and Hill Dog has scheduled me a fucking spa day. Yeah. I'm going to show up with my little bag like a bad bitch and fucking enjoy my day. Dude. You will. And then I'm getting taken to dinner by her as oh well. Oh my God. Uh, I'm having the fanciest Oh my God. Day. Treat oh my God. yourself. So anyway, I am a bad bitch and I don't give a shit. And my sunglasses arrive soon too. Hell yeah. And you know what? Let's fucking live a little baby. Love that. And I'll go back to, you know, hopping the turnstile to save 275 in a week from now. <laughs> Damn. Live a little. Um, well, that's great. We got facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. We have a couple. The first teacup was invented in China during the Tang Dynasty, the somewhere Tang between. Dynasty. What is it? The Tang? Tang. Yeah, the Tang. That's what I said. Oh, I know. We I, were just I'm just saying I like that. That's uh, my favorite dynasty. Okay. <laughs> Thought I said it wrong. <laughs> somewhere between 618 and 907 AD. Wide range. And one in every 250 children suffer from some form of hearing loss. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. What a strange statistic. I really wish they could have made that more specific. We're going to have to ask a statistician. (laughs) Julio. By the way, the reason why he reacted like that, he wasn't being sarcastic toward Ryan. We just recorded this exact moment. This is the second time we're doing it. Because something happened. The computer lost the last 30 <laughs> seconds, so we just did it again. Yeah. And I, yeah. I wanted to seem like Francis had some issue with Ryan. He a does Groundhog not. Day. It was a little Groundhog Day. A little action. homage to what we went through. Julia, are you performing stand-up comedy anytime soon? 13th, 14th, 15th of June. I'm in Raleigh, Nashville, Atlanta, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. At Good Nights, Zanies, and The Punchline, respectively. Uh, tickets to nothulio.com. July 14th, two shows. Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas. Uh, July 14th, not Julio.com. Francis, what about Awesome. You? I'll be in Pittsburgh at the City Winery. We love the City city Winery. We've performed there a bunch of times uh, at different City Wineries. Great food, awesome drinks, awesome place to catch a show. I hope you guys will come out. I've never been to Pittsburgh, so excited to get to know the city and get to know you guys. That's a Thursday and a Friday night, June uh, 8th and 9th. And then I'm on to Seattle, Tacoma, uh, Spokane, Spokane, Washington. That's July 19th around there. Um, All tickets at FrancisElse.com. Hope to see you guys. Thanks.